Hi, and welcome to episode 39 of the Heartland Knits podcast. My name is Vicki. I'm also known as Heartland Knits on Ravelry, Plurk, and Instagram. And today is Sunday, July 14th, 2013. I decided to call the, uh, this episode New Beginnings. It was about a year ago this week that I did my first little test podcast. It's not a whole year of podcasting because then I took a couple of months and thought about it and, you know, didn't do any, but um, that is posted as my episode number one. So it seemed kind of appropriate for this week. And then there were some other things going on that I'll talk about later on um, that were sort of new beginnings. So... Um, let me show you, let me start out by showing you what's been on my needles this week. I'm going to start out with what's in my little, um, micro wedge piddle loop, which I love. I love this little thing. And I keep in here my, um, perfect day socks. I have one finished or not quite finished. It needs a, um, heel. And the second one, I got a lot of work done on it. So I think I was down to about here. You know, I would take them around. I would, you know, I'll take these with me when I have to, you know, we have to go somewhere and sit in a waiting room or something or even, you know, go out for dinner and have them along. Um, but I did, I think, from about here all the way up. And so they are almost, it's almost, um, to where I'm going to start the ribbing. So this was going to be one of my projects that I took to knitting camp um, this year in a couple of weeks, but I am thinking that I will need to start some more stripy socks before then. Um, but this is the perfect day colorway of Lollipop Yarn, and I am doing two circulars, and I'm using um, size zero needles, which are two millimeter. It's my normal, my, just my regular plain vanilla um, sock pattern. And, um, you know, it's good for going round and round in circles. I had a couple meetings this week that I just knit and knit and knit and knit, knit on these. So I got quite a lot done on those just in then the other thing that I worked on, and really the only other thing I worked on, was the bows. It should be getting close. It is not cast off. Um, I worked on this bottom band um, for it, um, doing this um, kind of a lacy pattern. And I had planned on, I'm going to do a... a I-cord cast off. And I planned on doing that this morning. And then I got and I looked at it and I thought, oh, I forgot because on the sleeves, I did this little kind of an increase along the bottom so that they would get a little more scalloped, like when they're blocked out, I think they will, you know, be a little more kind of scalloped. And I forgot to do that um, on the bottom band. So I just you know, did those two rounds, and then, so now I'm at where I will be doing the cast, the crochet, the I-cord cast off on this. And this is my blue one bohus. Um, 
which I have talked about at length on other shows. Um, it is almost done. I have a week and a little bit to get it done. So I'm just going to, I'm going to get this cast off tonight. I have tried it on. I had it on, um, two needles and I tried it on, um, you know, early this morning and it fits. Yay. And so all that I have to left to do is I have to do, I, I'm going to crochet the steak. Then I'm going to put the bands on and the neck band and then cut the steak. Um, I don't know, you, you know, because the steak stitches are the actual, um, you can see them sort of in here where it's in the lace. The steak stitches are, you know, this field of, of stitches that I'm going to use. I'm going to do a crochet um, uh, to stabilize it and then, you know, cut up that. Um, where the white line is. That is my middle um, row. This keeps falling off. So um, hopefully I'm going to get this done. Um, it, it's very close now. And then so by next Sunday I want to have it completely finished. Then I will have at least a day um, to get it blocking before my roommate gets into town because it would be sort of nice if there wasn't knitting all over the floor. But she would probably understand if there was. So it's getting there. I, I, you know, between this and the sock, um, I didn't get that much time to knit, but I really, you know, was like trying to get through that because it's a lot of, it's a lot of stitches on here. And um, so those were my two on the needle projects. Um, my off the needles is this shawl that keeps falling off my shoulders. But I thought I would show it to you because I remember I was knitting on it on that very first um, kind of test show um, because this was the um, shawl that I was making to wear to my nephew's wedding and I was trying I was like trying to get it done in like two, about two weeks time. And this is the um, some triangular summer shawl from Nancy Bush's Estonian book. And um, so, and the yarn for this is Misty Alpaca Lace and the Azalea colorway. I'll move back so you can see. And then on the on the edge, I did um, little beads kind of in that zigzag, which was a kind of a pain to do because um, you had to do them sort of on the decrease, so you had to kind of do the decrease and then put the beads on. It was a little bit of a pain to do, but they um, give it just an, a li nice little weight. It has, it was blocked open much more, um, it, you know, has shrunk back a little that I've noticed. Um, it hasn't really seen that much wear. I did wear it, it was about 100 degrees the day of the wedding, and so I did have it on to like just because I had knit it, I was going to wear it. Um, you know, in, at one point when there was like the air conditioning was a little, got a little cold. But um, anyway, so that is my off the needles, my, old, you know, older off the needles uh, project. I'll just leave that off for now. Um, in spinning, I did get part of my Into the World fiber done. I've been spinning, 
I was I split it into two. I split it down the center to do a fractal spun, and I was spinning half of it. In I split that half into skinny little strips, and was spindling that. Um, and then I took the other, you know, lengthwise piece and spun that on my Ash for Joy. And so I finished that two ounces. And so that's what this is. And it was a beautiful, it was very nice to spin. It This is Superwash Merino. And in the Lavinia colorway, this is um, what is for the Knittables um, spin along. So I'm not at all sure I'm going to get the spindle, you know, portion done. We'll see. But this is done at least so that is I don't know if you call that a half I don't know um, so I am just it's going to be a short show um, in Imaginating there is a new um, project that I saw this week that was brought to my attention that I was um thinking about. And this is the new pattern by Martina Bem. And this is called the sleeves. It's kind of like a little shruggy shawlish thing. So that's the front. It looks just kind of like little sleeves. And then in the back, it just is kind of like a little shrug kind of thing. And it just looks kind of interesting to knit. Um, so I'm putting that, you know, out there that I would, um, you know, start thinking about maybe colors I'd want to use for it and yarn and things. And then the other thing that I need to, I haven't decided on, but I need to sort of get in my head what I want to knit on is what I want to use for my camp project this year. Um, I usually like to do, try to do something for a knitting camp, um, something that hopefully I can finish while I'm there. I never do. I always think I'm going to, but I never do. <laughs> but at least then I can sort of think of it and think, you know, I, you know, I knit this during knitting camp. Um, I don't know. You know, I've tried to do like little hats. I've tried to do um, like baby things. I don't know. Um, the year, the one year I just didn't, I just, you know, took my regular knitting that I was working on and I was just, I came back when I don't have a, you know, my camp, a camp project. So I'm, I'm going to try to think of something that I can use for that. I don't know. Um, in show and tell, see, this is going to be a very fast show. In show and tell, I got something and I forgot to show it last week. This came last week and I forgot to show it. And this goes along with this little bag that I got um, at the Knitpocalypse. It had these um, stitch markers that had the Knitpocalypse and it was this little knitting bag and this is all from Bling Your String. A very kind podcast viewer gave that to me and she was, you know, upset that that this portion of it had gotten misplaced or, you know, not sent or, or something. And I kept saying, that's okay. It's okay. This is just really wonderful. I mean, I was like so thrilled to get this. And she kept saying, no, 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 I want you to have it. And so she said, and this was, um, 
supposed to be a part of that. And this is another little thing from Bling Your String, and it has my name and like a little initial, and then it has um, these stitch markers, and then this little um, like longer one that's a little skein of yarn. And these are a really pretty pink bead, and it's just you you I you know look at these the it's the rings on these are really nice. There's not an opening anywhere that would snag on your knitting. And these are a very small size. I don't know if it's, it's like a very, very small size ring. So obviously they have watched closely and know that I'm usually using teeny tiny needles. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, they're just, they're so pretty and of course pink. So um, that's my only sort of fibery um, show-and-tell. I do have um, some pictures for show-and-tell, um, not really garden pictures, but this, and this kind of goes into why it's a kind of a new beginnings, is this, I, I posted the, a, a couple pictures on Instagram of um, my parents um, had this house built, um, and it's 50 years old. Um, it was built like 50 years in the summer. They moved in like four days before Christmas of 1963. And, you know, I think probably the next summer is they had the, you know, everything landscaped and trees planted and things. Well, there was a big pine tree by the garage that I remember growing up. I loved that tree. It just was like a sentinel there. And then there was another um, original pine tree kind of right by the sidewalk um, in the kind of the middle of the backyard. And I don't remember if it ever showed up in any of the garden um, photos or not. But both those trees were 50 years, they're probably 60 years old, we estimated, because they've been here 50 years, and they were probably 10-year-old trees when they were planted. So, and they were tall. The one by the driveway was kind of leaning, and the um, one in the backyard had been, it was kind of close to the sidewalk, so it would, um, it had been trimmed back, you know, so many times, and it was, it, it was very sick, and it needed to go. So when the um, landscaper came, you know, to look at those um, that I called them way last, like beginning of June. There was there were two more pine trees, kind of on this, just on the side of the house. That one of them, he said, was really sick. It had to come down because he said, if this one comes down, it's going to absolutely come down on the house. And so we were going to leave the one. It was a, a really big pine um, up and. There was um, an another tree kind of right on the lot line by the sidewalk that, um, this is a long story, <laughs> but it kind of, anyway, we ended up having to take that one down too. So it was going to be four trees we were taking down. And, um, you know, it was like they were supposed to come and they were supposed to come and they, and they never came. And so finally this week they came and Tuesday they cut down the big um um, pine tree by the by the garage and it was it was hard to see it go you know it's a the the guy who cut it said he you know he's like that's one of the tallest trees he's ever cut down and then I 
um, Tuesday is a day that I have like three hours that someone comes in and stays with my mom and I get to go and have lunch with friends or, you know, go off and do something fun. And so I had arranged, I was going out for lunch that day and, you know, I talked to him before and yeah, he knew what, what trees he had walked around with the, you know, the guy, he knew which trees, what he had to do. I came home and the tree <laughs> drive, drove down the street and the tree that was supposed to stay, the big pine tree up on the side of the house that was supposed to stay, it was cut up to the roof line. <laughs> I was a little shocked. <laughs> I was a little like, but at that point, you can't scream at the guy because he can't put it back. <laughs> it's gone. So... Um, you know, made that decision overnight that we were going to take that one out too. Um, there was a young kid that worked for the landscaper who um, had come the first time around who really loved that tree. And he was like, this is a great tree. Look how symmetrical it is and stuff. So he came, you know, afterwards and he just kind of gave me like, you know, look, what did you do? And I was like, it's not my fault. So anyway, so five trees came down. It's a lot of trees. Um, we were originally going to put two in, one by the one by the driveway and one in the middle of the backyard, and then we put another one in um, by the side of the house. And so we have these new little baby trees. They're just adorable. They're like Christmas tree sized. They're so cute. So um, it, it feels like new beginnings every time we, you know, I drive up. You know, there's the new little baby tree there. And, you know, all the neighbors have been coming by and saying, you know, how much they like it and, and stuff. So it feels like, you know, a new beginning um, for that, too. So that's why we called it that. But um, so that's about all that I have for you. Um, I will go through some upcoming events that I'll be at. I will, well, hope. Maybe I'll be there. I don't know. But EAA is coming up, which stands for Experimental Aircraft Association. Um, this is the um, big annual fly-in that they have. It's called Air Venture. So if you are coming, please let me know. And um, maybe we can, you know, figure out a way to get you there or get you to, the, to my knitting group meets on um, Wednesday evenings, you know, get you there or something. It would just be a lot of fun. Um, and this is, a, it's like a huge, huge convention. Um, I, I equate it to sort of the airplane world, kind of Rhinebeck or so, Maryland Sheep and Wool or something. It's people come from all over the world and, and, um, you know, they fly in on their planes or they have planes at home. Um, there used to be a big, I don't know if they come every year and if they're coming this year, but there used to be like a big 747 of, you know, from Australia come in. And so anyway, that's going to be um, not next weekend, but the weekend. It starts the weekend in two weekends. The weekend I'll be at knitting camp, but um, I know a lot of people come in early and, and stuff. So, and then also... Um, I will be at Stitches Midwest. There's going to be a podcaster meetup, which is going to be um, if you upstairs from the market area, if you come in at like the market entrance and you go up the 